Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Bezaz Hashem, Shalom Bayez, Shir number 337. There's a Sefer, a book I came across, called Inside Marriage by someone, Miriam Castle, and uh, has a lot of beautiful content. I didn't finish reading the book, but it has a lot of uh, deep awareness of what Shalom Bayez is about, and the inner workings of a person and their soul work to enhance Shalom Bayez. And I want to share some of her ideas um, because they are very, very good. First thing he, she talks about, actually, in her introduction, trying to explain how you, there are two holy neshamas, two holy souls, the husbands and the wives, the male and female, that Hashem brought down into this world for the purpose of joining together in marriage to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu together. Now, Truth is, is that each one, husband and wife individually, is a world onto their own. You may have had Chazals that talked about that they're half, really a half a person until they're married in a certain aspect that is true. But the bottom line is also, is that each individual, the husband alone, the wife alone, and as before they got married, as a, as a boy, as a girl, you're in, you're, your own world and Bishvili Nevra Oilam. The whole world was created for you specifically as the individual. Each of you were born to parents, into families, and in communities that influence you. Each of you have a specific nature in which you were born with, along with many gifts from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and some challenges that now needed to over that, you need, that one needs to overcome. Each is unique, different from one another. There will never be a person that's exactly like you. There will never be such a person. And you're unique. And each person carries that spark from HaKadosh Baruch Hu with their specific job and their tafkid. Each one of you individually is part of Klai Yisrael. And you contribute in your own unique way to the collective whole of Klai Yisrael. And by fulfilling your own individual destiny, you're fulfilling the destiny of Klai Yisrael. So that is an important thing to know regardless that a, a, a boy, whether a boy or girl, and even after they're married as a husband and as a wife, as much as we talk about oneness and togetherness, what's also true is there are elements in each life of the husbands and the wives, of the man and the woman, that is her or his alone to work with. This is true even after marriage. The togetherness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made possible through marriage doesn't take away that responsibility and privilege that each person has for himself or for herself as a lifetime, in, in, in this lifetime. Each one, when they go in, into the next world, for example, when there's a din v'cheshbain, the, the cheshbain is accountability for one's deeds as the individual, the husband himself, the wife herself, their own tshuva, their own self-work. In that sense, they will always be separate. In that sense, they are not joint. In that sense, they are individual. And nevertheless, the true oneness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made possible through the vehicle of marriage is a gift that is unimaginable how great that gift is. And the very differences between a man and a woman, 
and all these differences between two people in general create that experience of oneness that is extremely profound. We're going to talk later about how the best marriages is not merely to fuse themselves as one, but the beauty of a real strong marriage is to unite in purpose by appreciating each other's differences and realizing you're different human beings and getting along with that, despite that and because of that. To explain this a little better and to understand it a little better, we look at HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself who is one, and somehow HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we don't understand how it works, from that oneness comes a riboy, comes a multitude. Hashem created a variety in our Bria, coming from this oneness. This is a similar idea of marriage. The root of it is oneness. There's a soul root, a common source from which a husband and a wife come from. But it never extinguishes the individuality and singularity of the individual purpose of each human being separately. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu intended marriage to be a beautiful thing powerful, healing, transformative. And what it is in marriage, a true zivig of a person, is when you can realize your own specific God-given potential. And this person, your zivig, will encourage you, even with the konegdoi aspect, even with some opposition because of the very fact that they're different, to be the best person you could be, to bring out the best in you. Cynically, a lot of jokes in marriages, and unfortunately, with many experiences, when not utilized right, it's said that they, my wife or my husband brings out the worst in me. But Hashem's kavana is, and we could align ourselves with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in making this happen, that they actually bring out the best in us. And to be malamitzchus, very often we lack the awareness and that's why it's hard for a couple sometimes to de- identify what they need work on and how, and they end up blaming each other. And sometimes they blame each other for things that are neither one of their fo- their faults. You have two good people thrown together. They don't have the tools they need. They don't. They're not equipped with the hadracha in order to make it the most beautiful marriage you could possibly be. So all of you need to consider that. When you marry and you feel it's not going right, that it's not because it's not your zivig. It's because that either you and your wife, you and your husband, were lacking some awareness or some tools that were necessary, that once you have these tools and understand it, then you can break every barrier and tackle those difficulties, face those difficulties and take care of it within your marriage, which grows and develops your own maturity your emuna, your betachen, and it brings you to a oneness that you can never imagine, you know, that that's beyond imagination. So we're going to talk a little bit, that's a general mahalach, but we're going to talk a little bit now about the feeling of aloneness in marriage and the togetherness in marriage. And it's a very interesting thing that people need to understand because very often in marriage 
even in the best of marriage, a person could feel a certain loneliness or aloneness. And they need to understand where it's coming from and what it is. And it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. Part of an aloneness that no matter how many friends you have and true support and the most in the most beautiful marriages, there will be a certain level of either loneliness or aloneness by the very fact that you're your unique one-of-a-kind creation. Ultimately, you're not your husband. Ultimately, you're not your wife. The spark of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that you carry within you, no one else has. Not before your lifetime, not after your lifetime. And again, I don't want to get Kabbalistic here, but even when you believe in Gilgulim, that your soul was in another body at some point in time in the previous reincarnations, even then, there's uh, 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 aspects of your life in the, of that neshama in one body versus another one that's uniquely different. The life is uniquely different, and you're uniquely different in every lifetime. Even with the Kabbalistic concept of Gilgulim, that each life and a lifespan in this world, Hashem made it, that it's very, very different. So the fact why it should not come as a surprise when you and your wife, you and your husband, you, as much as you can share and love each other and care for each other, there's still a point beyond you cannot go into your spouse's world and your spouse can't go into your world. It's not something to be afraid of. It's not something to feel disconnected from your husband or wife. It's perfectly okay. This is what Hashem intended it to be. Only HaKadosh Baruch Hu can meet you exactly where you are. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows every person better than the person knows themselves because He created you. He knows why you're here. He designed all the events of your life, the circumstances of your life, and determined exactly when you're going to leave this world into the next world. And it's your Kesher HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is the ultimate purpose of your life. So in a sense... You're always alone with Hashem. And even in the most beautiful marriage in the world, and even when you have the experience of being one with your husband, one with your wife, and Hashem wants you to experience this, but there is nothing you can do about the feeling of aloneness that's within you. You don't need to fix it. There's nothing to fix. You don't need to mourn that fact that you're alone because there's nothing really wrong. There's nothing to wish differently. There's no one to blame. Very often you blame, one blames one spouse for feeling lonely. In reality, it's something you need to cope for, cope within yourself. You have, can have the most loving spouse in the world and still feel alone. And when that happens, if you did everything you can in your marriage to make it the best marriage as best as could possibly be, and you still feel that aloneness or a certain loneliness... You acknowledge it, you accept it, you embrace it, you don't become bitter by it, and you understand what it is. And that concept is sometimes hard to accept, but what you are doing here is you're embracing that space in you, that's within you, that your husband or your wife, no matter how much he or she loves you dearly, cannot reach. And that really helps the marriage. Because very often people have unrealistic expectations, thinking, especially as teenagers, this happens a lot with this teenage love connections that happen in the secular world, 
sometimes in the modern Orthodox world, sometimes even in the Orthodox world, in some cases, where they feel a loneliness within them and they think, they feel, if I get my loved one who loves me, I won't feel so alone. I'll feel one with them. I'll feel comforted. And in reality, you are alone. You are alone with yourself and with your creator. In the bottom line of it, that's what it is. And you see that clearly, and you realize it, and it's nothing to be upset about. It does create pain, but it's a pain that you need to carry and ultimately turn into simcha, recognizing Hashem is with you always and knows what's best for you. So the fact that you, your spouse cannot fill your aloneness is something that you accept and embrace, not something to blame. There's an inner sacred space in a person that has that oneness, that wholeness that is beyond any human being connecting with it. It is your neshama and HaKadosh Baruch Hu connecting with that neshama, you connecting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through that neshama. Now many, many people, even introverts, makes a difference, introverts, extroverts, the idea of aloneness is devastating to them. It's unbearable to them. Why? Because they yearn that connection to be fully known. They want to be fully known by their husband or wife. Down to the last detail, they want to be known. And therefore, they get disappointed time and time again when marriages fail to deliver that level of of connection like, like twins in a womb or something, or reading each other's minds. And and the, the, the real reality is is that yes, you need to connect and try to understand and be empathetic and understand each other's needs. Everything we discussed in Shurim up to this point. But a good marriages, even great marriages, are rooted in the concept of solitude as well. To be able to stand comfortably in your own skin. To connect with your own intricate story. I am my own human being. As a husband, I am my own human being as a wife. I have a certain individual destiny, even within this marriage. And I, we have our own space. But we could create a bridge across it, husband to wife, wife to husband. That connection is a beautiful bridge. Hashem wants it there. But that connection always has a certain amount of mystery. That connection, as deep as it is, always has an acknowledgement that there's unknown dimensions in a person. There's certain relationship that transcends the everyday challenges in this world. It's, it's, a, it's a recognition that you join in a deep soul journey together. Hashem is with you as a couple every step of the way, but He's also with you as every individual separately every step of the way. And this is, again, sometimes a hard thing to accept. Many people get disillu- feel, start feeling disillusioned in their marriages when they feel this aloneness, but it's an absolutely healthy thing to feel this oneness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu by realizing you can never f- be fully in your, in your husband or wife's shoes. And Nebuch should never happen to anyone. Everyone should be healthy and well. But even when one of them is ill, Khalila, and the other one is helping them, there is a certain, still a certain aloneness felt by the one who is ill and both end to the one who is helping the ill spouse. 
that feeling of aloneness, feeling that I can't not fully be in their shoes and they can't fully be in mine. But that's okay. Because the deepest relationship is that Kaddish Baruch Hu who lets you and wants you to embrace that aloneness when it needs to be. We are all connected. We are never really truly alone. We're connected as a whole as Am Yisrael. We're connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Certainly a husband and wife, they're really deeply, deeply, deeply connected. But the idea behind this is, is that the aloneness too should not scare a person in a marriage. And even loneliness should not scare a person in a marriage. If there's a certain level within yourself that you're saying, my husband doesn't, will never truly, truly understand me in my most deepest sense, and my wife won't either, that's, there's no harm in that. It's perfectly fine. We're human beings. We're not expected to be, have perfect knowledge of one another. It's impossible. Hashem did not give us that capacity. He wants, paradoxically, that, that two opposites to be there in every marriage the respecting of each person's individuality and each one working on the other being the best person they could possibly be. And at the same time, at m- in many, many moments of marriage, to be able to fuse as one and not feel alone and feel as one. Both of them are brachis. Both of them complement one another. And that is something very important to learn and to accept. Bracha